welcome back to your brain on weird. I'm Sam. I'm Jess. And this is ba ba da ba a little weird. Da, da, da. Yeah. This is a short episode. This is a bonus episode, really. Psh, You're welcome. Bonus. And today we're going to share some thoughts, some smaller stories that we've been thinking about for a while and uh yeah, let's just hop right into it. Okay. You want me to want me to want me to give yeah, you one? Okay. Go right ahead. <laughs> Let's go. So I'm gonna start us off with it's okay, it's weird, but it's a little sad, I will warn you. Which is why I'm gonna start us off with it. Because, you know, figure everything else will not be as sad. Um yes. so as you know, I used to live on Cape Cod in Massachusetts. Yes. And Apparently, I wrote this down a wicked long time ago and completely forgot what it was. So I figured I would talk about it. So this is the grave of Thomas Ridley. It is the loneliest grave on Cape Cod. Thomas Ridley lived in Truro, which anybody who's local, if you're looking at a map of Cape Cod, where it's like, if you're thinking like an arm flexing, right? And like Provincetown is like your hand. You like flex your arm. The gay hand. Yeah. <laughs> is he, you know, yeah, do that. Yeah, do that. And think like your wrist ish, I think. Maybe. Maybe like where your palm. Maybe it's on the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Uh, that's where Truro is. So it's before you hit Provincetown. Fun fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Thomas Ridley passed away from smallpox in 1776. Wow. And victims of smallpox were often buried in isolated places because people thought that they could be infected by the corpses. So he was buried like literally in the middle of nowhere in Truro. It's apparently really hard to find. There's like a whole bunch of like threads online of people going out and trying to locate it and following like DIY maps that people have made and still not being able to find it, but it's from 1776, and it says that on the gravestone. And it's a really cool-looking gravestone. Like, it's very, like, nicely done. Oh, also, his name on the gravestone is spelled R-I-D-E-E-Y instead of Ridley with an L. Like, it's two E's Uh, instead of with an L. Ridley. Yeah, and the theory is that the guy who carved it messed it up. And just did two E's instead of an L and an E. And I was just like, well, because <laughs> it's like in stone. You can't like redo it. How do I fix it. that? You yeah. can't. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, oops, you made a typo. Shit. Yes. So um, it's kind of sad, but it's also pretty crazy. Um, it's really weird because like they're here. I'll, I'll send you a picture that somebody took of okay. the grave. And it's like literally in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> We've gone on we've gone on like random hikes in the middle of the day where we haven't necessarily been following trails. I would be pretty spooked if I came upon this while we were like just walking around in the woods or like on a hike or something. Okay, yeah. Well, this is very Massachusetts. Oh, speaking of, I'm going to send you a meme that I saved earlier. Oh, okay. It's related. <laughs> nice. Okay. Wow, Chelsea sent me a Massachusetts-related meme the other day that was really good, and I was like, Uh-oh, "Wow, is this literally the same one." It might have been. Did it come from Tumblr? It did. Yeah. Okay, I think it was probably the Massachusetts the same one. Gothic. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yes. I'm like, wow, that is just like <laughs> no one goes to Western Mass. 
there is no Western Mass. I'm like, yeah, man, I feel that. And I live here. Yes. Yep. <sighs> the screaming at night is the Fisher Cats, we promise. Yeah. If you've ever heard of Fisher Cat, it's fucking terrifying. That's a big New Hampshire thing. So, yeah. It, we used to fucking listen to the Fisher Cats, and I was like, <laughs> no wonder people think things are haunted. There's a reason everyone says wicked. <laughs> I love Wicked. Which literally comes from fucking Puritans in the 16th and 17th century. Haha, <laughs> thanks Puritans. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's yes. pretty funny. I've definitely, like, heard it used, like, in context to, like, call someone Wicked. Like, you Wicked girl. I guess, like, I don't know. I guess as time went on, we were just like, you know what? It's a good thing now. Wicked. We're wicked. It's not necessarily good it's just the extreme yeah yeah know? wicked is very yeah instead of saying very you say wicked like it's wicked, wicked cold outside <laughs> it is it but speaking of it it's is wicked, wicked cold, cold outside <laughs> holy shit and we're getting snow tomorrow Ugh. yeah thrilling i needed a snow day to be honest good good uh anyway so that was yeah, the grave yeah. of Th- thomas ridley which is in the middle of nowhere and I will try to remember to post a picture of it. It's very cool. Back to you, Sam. Thanks, Jess. You're welcome. So um, I'm going to flash back to my episode on the Sally house. Yeah. Which I feel like no one listened to because the audio is bad. And I'm sorry. Um, okay. I have a theory. I don't know what happened. <laughs> that is the only episode that we have had technical problems on oh Oh. just saying just i'm just saying also when we were talking about when we were talking about what you were going to cover earlier we were talking about this that was when the banging in the kitchen happened just saying sorry sally anyways today we're not going to be talking about sally we're going to be talking about one of the uh original people to live and die in the house and that is charles c finney C.C. Finney. So, C.C. Finney. So, he was not the builder of the house who was M.C. Finney. This is M.C. Finney's son. Okay. And he was born in Atchison, Kansas on February 1st, 1865. (laughs) All right. So, C.C. Finney is like... A fucking... He's something else, man. Okay, yeah. So he got his doctorate degree from Beaumont Hospital, or MD, I guess, uh, from Beaumont Hospital Medical College in St. Louis in 1894. He served on the city council for several years before his marriage in 1904, and he was like an Elks Lodge member. Ah, interesting. Okay. And was active many years in the old Eagles, Moose, and Central Protective Anti-Horse Theft Lodges. Holy crap. Oh, what was I listening to the other day? They were talking about horse theft. I think it was ATWWD. I think yeah. it was a recent episode. They were talking about how horse theft was like the worst thing you could possibly do. Like you could oh my do, God. you could do so many terrible fucking things. But if you stole a horse, like they would torture you to death. Yeah. Oh my God. I have something related to that because I also learned about horse theft the other day. Weird. Is this, is this a synchronicity? It is. Should we write this down? 
Horse theft. <sighs> Hold on. Okay, I'm listening. I'm gonna go get it. So the context was I <laughs> I was scrolling through Tumblr and someone was like, Why are Dalmatians the way they are? And someone what? was like okay. actually Dalmatians have been around basically as long as like fire vehicles have been around because before fire trucks there were wagons and they would carry literal barrels of water to people's houses and once the firefighters got there you know they would get off the wagon and start trying to put out the fire and people would come along and they would fucking steal their horses off the cart while they were fucking fighting a fire. So they had to, like, train dogs specifically to stop people from stealing their horses. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, okay, that's rude. Normally, <laughs> normally, okay, normally I would laugh at stealing stealing horses. It's like, okay, surely he had a reason to steal the horse. You know? You don't steal the horse from a fireman. Come on, man. Like SMH. <laughs> it's still pretty funny. But it's so it's funny. Like... It's so funny. I love it. Uh, wow, that's Dalmatians crazy. are weird as fuck, so it makes sense. They are. So wait, so was it meant were people just meant to like see them and be like, Oh, what the fuck is that? And then they like run away because they don't know what it is. Or like, <laughs> yes, but also they're like bred to be very like protective and oh, aggressive. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, and they're like high energy, so they could because they didn't let them in the wagon, so the dog had to like run alongside the the wagon. So they're like also like incredible stamina and like shit like that. Wow. Yeah. Weird. That's some wild stuff. That's some wild stuff. Wow. <sighs> That one was Ash. You can always tell when it's Orion. That one was Ash. He sounds like he's, like, dying. I guarantee you he's fine. Just nothing. He's just bored. Okay. Anyway. So, the horse horse thief thing and C.C. Finney, how does that relate? He was in an anti-horse theft Anti-horse theft. Okay. So, he was a doctor for a while, and he was elected mayor in 1913. And... The Globe's headline said the mothers of Atchison had elected him. Oh. Because he had officiated so many births. Interesting. Because he was a doctor and he was like the only doctor in the area. And that's what you fucking do back then when you're a doctor. Everything. Yes. Okay. So like he did some good stuff for the city. And then he was like, I believe he was forcefully removed from office, but he remained in like good faith. With the um, the town, like they're like, all right, you probably shouldn't have done that, but that it's like kind of gray why he was forcefully removed or whatever. I was gonna say, why was he removed from office? What did he do? I don't know. I assume he like got drunk or something and did something bad. I don't know. Okay, interesting. Um, huh. So that's basically his life. He died when he was eighty-one. And, um, Dang. so what I want to talk about is, uh, some particular behaviors in his childhood and beyond that make me believe that if being trans had been a thing in the late 1800s, then C.C. Finney would have been trans. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm listening. So, this is all my opinion. This has no weight and has no actual historical value. Thank you. That's my disclaimer. Don't yell at me. So, when he was young, C.C. Finney was not only, like, he was, like, young, athletic as fuck. He was, like, swimmer, skater, roller skating. He was, like, the title. He was, like, the champion roller skater of Atchison. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And he also was a figure skater. Okay. And he was... An insanely good figure skater. Yeah. He, in fact, outclassed all of, like, the male competitors, like, regionally that he started and, like, was, like, bored. So he started cross-dressing and started performing women's routines as a female figure skater. And wow. fucking killed it, dude. Wait, so, but they let him do that? They were okay with him doing that? Well, they didn't know. He, this was a secret. Haha, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay, I love that a lot. And it said he skated so gracefully that no one knew who he really was. Fuck yeah. And that takes some practice. He cross-dressed for like a while. Like, up into his early 20s, I guess, was, like, the last figure skating thing he did. Because then he just got banned from all competitions. They're like, God damn it. You can't fucking yeah, do you this can't anymore. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. And, God damn um, it. So he was made to stop, which is really sad. Yes. Um, so that's our first hint into maybe a trans identity. Because, like, it does take a lot in fucking 1904 or whatever to cross-dress and, like... Do it convincingly. And do it convincingly and, like, pass as, like, a female during a time where that was very, like... If he had been caught, like, under different circumstances, like, he might have been killed. Yeah. That was, like, pretty fucking brave of him and he did it convincingly for a really long time until people... Until, like, he he made a name for himself and then made a name for himself as a female figure skater as well. That's And awesome. then they found out, and they're like, oh, of course, it's fucking Cece Finney. Like, great. Man? Wow. But basically, nothing suggests that he would have stopped competing as a female if, yeah. you know, they had a, <laughs> caught him and banned him from all figure skating competitions. You know? Imagine competing as two different people. Yeah. I wonder how they found out. I don't know. His wig fell off during a routine. <sighs> Stupid early 1900s wig technology. I'm saying. God I'm damn saying. It. Yeah. So. Wow. The other strange thing that kind of caught my attention was he did get married and he and his wife did have a single child, or, like, first thing in their marriage, mm-hmm. and then they basically, like, they never had any more children or anything, and this is during a time where, like, he came from a family of three, and most people during that time had, you know, a lot of children. Yeah. To suggest that maybe he was not interested in doing the do you know he was like i just want to figure skate and um i don't know (laughs) 
So, huh. um, C.C. Finney and his wife moved next door to the Sally house, and they lived there together for 43 years. Wow. And their marriage ended when C.C. Finney died. Uh-huh. So, that's interesting as well. And then C.H. Finney got the Sally house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that's pretty cool. And so that's just, like, another very interesting thing. Like, something like that stands out to me when I'm reading about someone's background. Because I'm, like, during a time where he was very successful, too. Like, he was Mm -hmm. the town doctor and, like, the mayor and stuff. And it's not to say he was, like, short of money or anything Mm -hmm. to, like, keep him from having, like, as many children as his wife could produce. But... Despite society's expectations, he was like, nah, dude, I'm good. Huh. No, that's, like, pretty, that's, like, interesting to think about, like, what mm-hmm. what would have been different if he had been alive right now. Yeah. With the technology, the technology that we have, and the, like, societal freedom, I feel like, quote-unquote freedom that you have, as far as, like, being able to be open about it without, you know, everybody wanting to come yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. So, Dr. C.C. Finney. Shout out to C.C. Finney. Good luck. I hope you're doing great in the afterlife. Yes, especially since, uh, don't, uh, I remember them saying that, like, his spirit seemed like he was really mad or something like that. Oh. Wasn't that a thing? Wasn't he, like, one of the scarier <laughs> no, entities? No, M.C. was. M.C. was the- Yeah. And that's his dad. Okay. Charles okay, C. Okay, was okay. just, like, he was Jay Chillin', man. <laughs> he, like, grew up in the Sally house and then, like, moved next door when he married his wife and gave it to his kid. All right. Yeah, so M.C. was his father. Oh, that's the other thing is, like- his father was an asshole. Yes. And like everyone knows that. So it's all it's so it's definitely like, you know, his father would not have been Yeah, that would have been absolutely like pushed hella down, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Alright. So oh yeah, MC died when CC was six years old. Okay, so did so his mother raised him then? Yeah. I'm his assuming. mother raised him. Okay. Yep. I mean, he did yeah. the figure skating and the roller skating thing, so that's... Yeah, which is, like, very cool and something, like... It is something that, like, wasn't common back then. Not, like, sure, everyone, like, went skating and stuff, but, like, to have, like, figure skates and, like, shit like that, like... In the early 1900s, yeah, because it didn't really, like, pop off until, like, the late 1900s with stuff like that. Oh. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh-oh. I scrolled down Uh-oh. a little bit further, and there's a timeline on the oh on the sallyhouse.com website. Ah, uh, yes, the official website. So it says in March 1916 there was the dismissal of contempt charges and resignation of Finney as mayor. So he was charged with contempt, whatever that means. I don't know. Uh, 
Oh, contempt of court, often referred to simply as contempt, is the offense of being disobedient to or disrespectful toward a court of law and its officers in the form of behavior that opposes or defies the authority, justice, and dignity of the court. That is hilarious. That is such a good thing to be charged with. Yeah, so what did he do? And the charges were dismissed. Yeah. That's maybe, so funny. Maybe he, maybe he just said, like, fuck off to, like, a yeah, police officer like, or something. Yeah, he was like, fuck you guys. Like, are you kidding me? Like... Well, he was a mayor, so I'm sure he had, like, some closed closed door, like, proceedings and shit. And he probably, like, went off and was like, dude, no. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Iconic. Icon. Very good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they have his obituary. Ooh. After an illness of several years, Dr. C.C. Finney, 82, retired physician, Mayor of Atchison from 1913 to 1916, and previous member of the city council, died in a Topeka hospital Sunday. That is so sad. Lived pretty long, though. 82 is pretty solid. Yeah. It's a pretty solid life. <sighs> Thanks to Deborah Pickman, as always, because she fucking wrote this whole w- entire website. Oh, yeah. Basically. Uh Um, If you haven't listened to the Sally House episode, I encourage you to. Uh, It was really one of my favorite ones to talk about, to be honest. Yeah, it was it was very good. What number was it? I I don't remember. Hold on. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, 24, maybe? Do I have odds? No, I have evens. Yeah, 24? 26? Uh Uh-oh, is it? Do you still have evens now? No, I'm back. Well... I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I don't know. No, I have no idea. <laughs> nope. Oh, Sally and the Giant Dab. That was 22. Wow. Okay. 22. Episode 22. Yeah. So go listen to that one if you haven't heard the Sally House story yet. Yeah. It's pretty it's scary. Yeah. Also note that it's the only episode with audio problems. And we don't know why. So, great. Everything is great. Whatever. You can still hear what you're saying. It's yeah. fine. There was no screaming in the middle of the audio, was there? Oh, well, yeah. That would be... I don't think there was. I think I would have said something. That would, I think I would have said something. I <laughs> yeah. would have lost my mind. <laughs> would have not been very happy about that. Yeah. yeah. I would not have been as well. Apparently, uh, Chris believes he caught an EVP on his podcast. I don't remember which episode it was. That's very I have cool. to ask him, but he thinks he caught an EVP on one of his episodes. So he was going to analyze it. Maybe we haven't been listening hard enough. Maybe not. I don't know. I feel like I feel like normally when I hear weird stuff, I like can normally pinpoint what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, we're at 34 minutes, 35 minutes. Do you want to tell one more story? Yeah. It'll right. it'll be yeah. it'll be quick. Plus I'm going to edit out some of the banter pauses and random yeah (laughs) all right so um i'm gonna hit you with a fun Uh, sorry uh, a fun story a fun story it's a cryptid i love them a fun cryptid like cushy because she's a fun cryptid yeah (gasps) i also have something else to send you i'm sorry i have oh. a lot of things stored in my phone. Okay. That well, I send like, it to me. forget about until I talk to you. <laughs> this is the brand of flour that we get at work. Let me let me uh let me take a let me take a look at that. 
Where did you send it? Oh, Facebook. God, so many outlets. Yeah, sorry, your uh, chat with Bubble was already up, so I just clicked oh, on it. that's fine. Please load. <gasps> oh, I love it. Isn't it so cute? Dude, it's Can you post the, that on Twitter? Uh, I will. Oh, that's a very good idea. Please. So, the... The product is from Champlain Valley Milling, and their mascot is Champ. And there's a little sea monster on the front of their bag holding, like, wheat in its mouth. It's very cute. It's so cute. It's uh, it's very good. Wow. That is, like, yeah. two of your favorite things combined. Yeah. I was like, wow. This is a incredible. A cryptid on a bag of flour. <laughs> uh, I love that. That's yeah. so good. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry. What were you talking about? No, it's about? okay. That's Our so cryptid? Um, so this cryptid is a little different. I'd like to introduce you to Mantis Man. I think well, we're going to say Mantis Person because, you know, I don't think we know yet what their pronouns That's are. That's true. Thank you. So um, Mantis Person is a roughly seven foot tall bug-like creature, if you couldn't tell, that has been... Reported in Hackettstown, New Jersey, near the Musconetong River. So, we have a couple of sightings. There was a sighting, like I said, this is in New Jersey, along a river. And there's a police report that tells us that a Mr. Strickler saw the Mantis Man over by the riverbank. He said, quote, I saw something strange a few weeks ago on the, oh my god, I can't pronounce this, Musconetcong? Musconetcong? Something like that? River? Musconetcong. Um, wow, that is a Native American name if I ever heard one. Yeah. That's very Rhode Island, Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> Massachusetts. Well, New Jersey, yeah, okay. Yeah. New Jersey's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Near my home here in, in, Hack in Hackettstown, New Jersey. Um... I was driving home from the drugstore on Newburgh Road. As I drove near the bridge over the river, I noticed to my left something, which I thought was a fisherman, standing in the river just off the south bank. I slowed the car and looked closer. It wasn't a person, and it was transparent-like with a weird shape. It moved slowly towards the bank and into the trees. I drove further so that I could see it coming out of the trees. That was the last that I saw of it. It was really tall, about eight feet or so, and had long, thin arms hanging off of it. The color was a pale brown, but I could see through it. The head was small compared to the body. Ew. So it's like this huge mantis. It's like transparent. It was sunny that day, so I thought that it may be glare from the water, but after I thought back, I realized I wasn't seeing a mirage or glare or anything like that. I checked the internet and didn't see anything about it. I mentioned it to a co-worker in my office at lunch on Wednesday. He gave me the strangest look. I thought, uh-oh, he thinks I'm nuts. We went back to his computer and he brought up the Hackettstown Forum with the Mantis Man witness. So I guess there was another sighting that was reported on Monsters and Mysteries in America, and that was what he was referring to. So, wow, okay. Um, possible explanations... So people claim that the Mantis Man may have been an experiment gone wrong, and somebody and someone who couldn't control it just set it free near a river. <laughs> That's a theory? Yeah. They're like, someone just fucked this dude up and let it go. I don't know. Hey, man, that's what I say sometimes. I'm like, it's not like, oh, like a messed up lab experiment or something. I, right. I don't legitimately think that would ever be a thing. Um, 
Anyway, it could have been it could have been a mutation in a breeding situation. Unlike it being short, it would have been massive. This is just a huge mutation. Is of another what? theory. Just eight feet tall. Of what though? Like it's like it's uh it's like genetics. Like its genetics are like mutated, so it's it's just huge. It's just eight feet tall instead of being like a regular mantis size. Okay. Are you okay? okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just just like that took me. Like I don't. No, it's fine. You can okay. go ahead. You can just keep going. Okay. Some people speculate that there are more than just one of these mantis roaming around. The reason why most people think it's a giant mantis instead of being something else is because it looks and does things like a mantis. Um, it has camouflage. It has wings that apparently it like off it like spreads, and it has the weird mouth that like a mantis oh, has. Yeah, the weird... I don't know what the fuck you would call that. Hey, if I saw an eight-foot-tall mantis, I would shit myself. Yeah! Also, (laughs) by the way... Fucking terrified. There are some pretty, like, terrifying pictures online that I'll probably try and post later. But yeah, so that's the mantis man. Just a giant fucking mantis. All right, well... (laughs) There they are. Incredible. (laughs) Okay, so where I got lost before was... (laughs) My brain hadn't caught up to why they were calling him a mantis man. So I was like, what is mutated? Do they think it's a person? Do they think it's a bear or an owl or something? Oh, no. And I was like, no, I they didn't just think it's know a huge it was a mantis. mantis. <laughs> no, they're saying it's just a huge mantis. That's, that's rad. Yes. Also terrifying. And also terrifying. Like I said, I'd shit myself. Like, no. I'd be like, what the fuck is that? Is it coming towards me? Oh, it's got wings. Great. Oh, the, like, the, like, arms. Yeah. The... I like mantis when they're regular mantis size. <laughs> also, that's the noise I imagine Kushi making. <laughs> the weird clicking. Like a, like a dolphin type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> And uh, that's it. Great. Well, thank you thanks for, for listening. Yeah. To another smaller episode. It's called A Little Weird. It's been a little weird. It's been a little weird. And this is Your Brain on Weird. Thank you. Bye. 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 Get out of here. Get out of here.